0: Now approaching the tee, it's LaVeca, Theo and Stone. The PGA Tour has arrived in Palm Beach County. Featuring some of the best golfers from around the world and even better vibes. It's the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper. Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One, Crypto.com, Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. Oh,
1: yeah, the vibes are strong. Immaculate. The vibes are immaculate. Hey, uh, why don't we get to a leaderboard update? Stone, could you please give me leaderboard update production, please?
0: It's the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. This leaderboard update is presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission.
1: Chad Ramey is the leader at seven under par. He is done for the day. He is one shot better than Chandler Phillips, who's six under through 16. Ryan Moore, he's done with his Thursday, six under. Cam Young, six under. Andrew Novak, six under par, along with Austin Eckroth. So you've got a a, a five-way tie for second right now, all chasing Chad Ramey at seven under, but five at six under. And what about Rory McIlroy, the Jupiter resident Pretty formidable. 4-under today as it is getting hot. No win. PGA National has been had here today because of the lack of win. That is not going to be the case as we get in through Friday and then the weekend. But Rory McIlroy is only three shots off the lead after his opening round. And that is your Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches leaderboard update. Hey, Tito's back as the official vodka sponsor of the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches and the PGA Tour. Will Ken Levicka be enjoying Tito's in 2024 at the Cognizant a classic in the Palm Beaches? The answer to that question is yes, yes unequivocally. The Tito's Stillhouse Lounge, overlooking the 10th green, 17th hole. It's gonna be bigger and better than ever. It includes delicious signature cocktails, live DJ sets, daily putting contests, swag giveaways, and one of the best vantage points on the course, also check out Tito's at the turn between 10 and 18 fairways to grab a refreshing cocktail as you follow the action on the course. In their eighth year as a sponsor of the tournament, Tito's, proud to be a part of an event that so positively impacts the Palm Beaches Community as the official vodka of the PGA Tour. Tito sponsors 35 plus tournaments annually across the PGA Tour family of events the Corn Fairy Tour, PGA Tour Champions, and the PGA Tour all over the U.S. And they're proud to help those tournaments support their local communities and the nonprofits those events contribute to. Tito's handmade vodka, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Tito's official vodka sponsor cognizant classic in the palm beaches and the pga tour stone how's the wheel sounding how's that wheel sounding
2: hold on let me grease it up let me grease it up
1: wd-40 that uh make sure it's lubed up and ready to spin we've got to keep it in pristine condition so that it spins properly every thursday there it is oh my god it sounds beautiful. All right, time now for Wheel of Topics, a Thursday tradition here on Levica, Theo, and Stone. Here's the premise: we spin a wheel, it lands on a topic, we talk about the topic. Pretty cut and dry for you, the fine folks of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, or the world if you're streaming on the free ESPN app. All right, let's officially spin the wheel of topics.
3: Wheel, wheel of, of topics. topics.
4: <laughs>
1: The National Anthem. That's our first topic. By the way, a guy walked by. Stone, you'll appreciate this. Looked just like Pete Rose. Oh, my oh God. God. He's, he keeps on just. He looked like Pete Rose. I'm over for uh, 2 because I thought I saw ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Uh, I didn't. No. Thought I saw Brian Kelly, LSU head coach. I no. didn't. And that man that walked by momentarily uh, or moments ago looked like Pete Rose. Was not Pete Rose. Um, I'm 0 for
4: 3. Are that you man sure looks like Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. I can Oh, see he's that got bit. it before. Fit Romney! Romney! Let's go, Fit Fit Romney! What's up, Fit
1: Romney? Let's Fit Romney right now. Yeah. Excellent. All right. There we go. We're Uh, rolling here at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Oh, yeah. He has definitely gotten Mitt Romney before. Yeah. He had to. Yeah. That's why he came up with his own name, Fit Romney. Fit Romney. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, The National Anthem is the topic. This was the Indiana Pacers three nights ago, the National Anthem. And this is a, a, a an unnamed 10-year-old girl singing the National Anthem. And the reason that this that this comes up is because uh, there's been on social media debate. Was this a good rendition of the <laughs> National Anthem? Was this a bad, red, bad rendition of the National Anthem? This is a 10-year-old singing the National Anthem at the Indiana Pacers game earlier this week.
0: Stripes and bright stars.
1: There we go, Stone. There we go. There we go. So, so let's just go around the horn here. Go around the room. Initial thoughts of uh, of that anthem rendition at the Indiana Pacers. That was that was bad.
4: That was okay. uh, I think it was a zero out of ten. Uh, I love the effort, E for effort, but definitely an F for for trying to give a grade up
1: uh stone what would you uh, the the 10 year old girl singing the national anthem at the indiana pacers game uh, thea was going ahead and giving it a flat out zero out of 10 f stone where are you sitting on that yeah, That was nothing short
2: of abysmal to be honest with you <laughs> and I, I think i really put the blame on her parents they I, I, I gave her a false sense of confidence they told her to go out there and belt it um i didn't like it at all and i don't think anybody in the crowd did and i hate to say that this is a 10 year old girl we're talking about but uh, yeah. i mean it was bad
1: it was bad. Man, I can tell you guys don't have kids. What do you want us to say? You want I us to lie? I can tell you guys don't so, have kids. Uh, uh, We're not good enough liars. All right. uh, wait. Could, you, could you find the part where she gets a little growly? Uh, Stone, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. It was right before, we, uh, right before I decided that uh, we weren't going to endure that any longer. <laughs> like, from a, from a, a, a national anthem vacuum, is it good? No. No. It's not. not even what dramatic. I would argue, though, and I'm not, being, I'm not being anti-American, the National Anthem objectively, if you're talking about the pantheon of anthems in the world, is probably lower tier. It's, it's a former one. English yeah. drinking song. Yeah. It's, a, it's an English pub song. Uh, you want a real anthem? Canada. May I direct you to our neighbors to the north? That is an anthem. That's a good one. Okay? So our anthem lends to having to try to enhance it. A little bit to make it more palatable. Uh, Stone, do, do we have uh, do we have this ten-year-old girl when she really gets into it?
2: I mean, I think so. I'm yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Just play it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's
4: it. Right here.
1: All right. All right. So there we go. So let me tell you this. Is she off-key? Absolutely. Did her parents give her a false sense of security? For sure, Stone. You're 100% right about that. But the way that she attacked it with vigor, yeah. the way she attacked it with passion, how theatric it was, she wasn't feeling nervous. She just said, screw it. I'm going to come out of here, and I'm going to belt. For that, I appreciate it. And that's why I say, young girl, at the Indiana Pacers game, you get an A
4: for your rendition to the National mm. Anthem. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm still going to give her an F because it was terrible. (laughs) But I I will agree with you with this, Ken. I watched that video from start to finish because I kept thinking, okay, maybe at some point she'll take some kind of uh, social cues. Maybe at some point she'll realize I'm not really nailing this thing and she was going to back off of it. But her fortitude, her unmitigated fortitude does have to be rewarded. It was courageous. Because she kept going with that terrible rendition of the anthem. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, by the way, uh, just a reminder, Heat Nuggets here tonight on ESPN 106. Three is the winning streak. will continue Uh-oh. for the Miami Heat. Uh, let's continue on with the Wheel of Topics. Wheel, Wheel of, of topics. topics. Court storming. Court storming is our next topic on Wheel of Topics. Let's go back to earlier this week when Kyle Filipowski of Duke was caught up in a court storming after the Blue Devils lost to Wake Forest. Kyle Filipkowski, uh, one of the better, if not best players?
4: For he's up there. Duke. He's, he's up certainly there.
1: up there. He's a key component the team. If they are not if they're going to win a national championship, he's going to have to be available for them. Kyle Filipkowski getting caught in a massive humanity after a loss to Wake Forest. Here's what it sounded like on ESPN.
0: I need to go Duke down by 4. On the inbound it's picked and the party
3: Filipowski is being helped off
4: by members of the Duke staff and you saw the immediate bear hug surrounding him as this court storming is in full effect with Filipowski
3: hobbled.
0: Wow!
4: Middle of your screen. That should not happen
1: right there is why court storming should not happen and so that has been the hot button topic of the week certainly a week in which there's no nfl football. right that has been the hot button topic of the week to court storm or not to court storm that is the question to shakespeare my way into this love it and uh kyle philipkowski he injured his knee it was a knee injury that he that he that he suffered, and if you look, there's photos of him grimacing in great pain as he's being carried off the floor by his fellow Dukeans after uh, being ravaged and savaged by those at Wake Forest. After the game, though, uh, his his head coach his his head coach uh, John Shire said that um, he had an ankle injury, mm. and then the day after. Uh, he was asked about Kyle Filipkowski's status, uh, and uh, if there were scans done, you would think Kyle Filipkowski, who needed to be carried off yeah. the floor yeah. in such great pain at Wake Forest, he would have gone in for an MRI or something, right? Or an x-ray, at the very least, with that knee injury. No. No. No scans. Yeah. No, no scans at all. In fact, in fact, you want to know who? Uh, you know what? You want to know who was fully available and uh, and played last night against Louisville in an 84-59 win? Not Kyle Filipkowski. Kyle Filipkowski. So after all that, what? my knee, my knee.
4: Oh my God, my knee.
1: And all of the hand wringing and the my God, court storming, kill it. After all that, Kyle Filipkowski didn't even go in for an X-ray or an MRI, and he ended up playing last night yeah. in a win over Louisville. And then, you know who else played last night? Wake Forest. Guess what they did? Lost. <laughs> Guess who commented ouch on their Instagram post? Kyle Filipkowski. Are you kidding me? I don't know if anybody else is having a tough time feeling bad for Kyle Filipkowski and feeling foolish for getting sucked into the court storming debate. Uh, does you that, should. Does that make... Duke look bad, and does that make the uh, the anti-court storming people like me look bad? Yeah. After that behavior that we saw,
4: one hundred percent. Because the same thing with Caitlin Clark, where everybody got all up in arms and realized Caitlin Clark she threw was the herself one. into an Ohio State fan. Yeah, it's it's, and I get it. These athletes are fresh off of the highest, one of the highest points of like defeat. You're emotional. You're a little bit mad, and people are rushing to court. So, like, yeah, you're a little frustrated, yeah, a little bit, yeah, whatever. But to then start acting like the victim and then start acting like, oh, court stormings is the worst thing that ever happened to America. Like, dude, it's collegiate sports. It's supposed to be fun. Let's just keep court storming in the game and stop faking injuries to get out of it.
1: You know what Dusty May proposed last night? I talked with uh, Dusty May last night because I'm contractually obligated to ask every single coach that I meet at the college basketball level what they think of court storming. It's just sort of how I've signed my life away. Um, He said – that he believes what you should do after games where a team gets upset and a court storming is going to happen, if you can just set up security, a little bit of a barrier near the scorer's table that allows the players to shake hands to get to the locker room and everybody else can come out onto the floor yeah. as long as there's a security barrier, then just do it that way. I thought that was very, very reasonable. Yeah. And to me, better than just
4: shoot it down or – Keep it going, which has been the discourse all week. And they generally try and do that. At least I remember – Wake Forest didn't try, but, yes, they generally try. I was about to say, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying everybody does it right, but I think the answer to court storming, if we're talking about protecting players and player safety, is just be better about with the security – Getting players off the court. You see that in a lot of instances when there are court stormings. You see players getting rushed to the locker room. That's what's supposed to happen. Let the fans join in that community because, again, what I don't want to see is, let's just say, you know, 10 years from now, Toledo beats Duke at home. What a random
1: pull for a hypothetical, by the way. Where would you come up with Toledo?
4: I mean, it's a random college. Again, it's like they haven't had much basketball success. Touche, my friend. So in ten years from now, when they beat Duke at home and all of these fans who have been paying season tickets for the past five, six years and and are on edge and want to rush and and celebrate that win, the community of collegiate sports – People are holding them off, telling them they can't rush the court, all because Kyle Philipkowski ten years ago was faking an injury or Caitlin Clark assaulted. <laughs> so, do you on think he faked
1: an injury? Do you think he actually did bang his knee? This was a
4: minor. It was a minor little bang up, and he exas- he exasperated it most likely. I do think he exaggerated
1: it. <laughs> I wonder, Stone, from uh, and I think I brought this up with Caitlin Clark. There's a little bit of a, a mental phenomenon that happens when you lose a game and you're frustrated. It, did Caitlin Clark and Kyle Filipkowski both fall victim to trying to, in their frustration over losing a game, will something into the universe we got injured in order to try and take shine away from a win for the other team, bring attention to them and calamity that de- befell them? Do you? Did, does that make sense? That theory is not even
2: flimsy. Like. I think it stands sturdy. I think there's a lot to that. It is yeah. their way of basically throwing a punch at one of the kids, right? Like, I'm going to make you pay for this. Like, make yeah. you pay for I'm my loss. i
1: I have no outlet for it. And, ooh, I got hit. Yeah. Oh, it looks, makes you look really bad. Yeah. Like, I do think there's, there's something mental about that that kicks in with people when they can't handle a frustrating loss.
4: Uh, it's also like faking the injury when you mess up on a big play. Exactly. You know. Like exactly. It's very similar to that. It's like, oh, I, I'm gonna oh, reach for sympathy. I got hit. You know, oh, my arm, my hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Absolutely. No, you just dropped
4: that pass, buddy. Right. Uh, you want to
1: <laughs> know? You want to know why Wake Forest failed? Failed to uh, keep fans from safely storming the court. Want to know why Wake Forest failed? Why? They're woke, Forest. How you guys feel about that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just spin the wheel. <laughs>
4: Stone, I thought Stone though. was going to have some. Wheel
1: of Topics. topics.
3: <laughs> no,
1: I mean, I that's what science told the story. <laughs> He told the story. Lawyers, lawyers. That's the next topic on We Love Topics. Kansas City Chief Superfan known as Chiefsaholic has pled guilty to federal bank robbery oh, and other man. charges, admitting to a violent string of robberies of banks and credit unions in seven states, then to laundering the stolen money through casinos, a federal prosecutor in Missouri announced. Xavier Michael Babadar, age 29, also pled guilty to money laundering and taking stolen property across state lines, admitting he engaged in 11 banks and credit union robberies or attempted robberies in 2022 and 2023. I mean my godstone these are the people that that uh, that Theo is associating with yeah. it's, it's disgusting. To be quite honest, free my I can't dog, believe. free my dog, free my dog. <laughs> well, yesterday outside the uh, the the courthouse, outside the courthouse, the lawyer of Chief Saholic himself, Matthew Merriman, with one of the least inspiring, especially if I'm Chief Saholic, <laughs> addresses to the media. In current legal history, right up there with Rudy Giuliani leaking black dye down his face in defense of our former president. This is right up there, Matthew Marion, the lawyer for Chief Saholic outside the Missouri courthouse yesterday.
3: From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. (laughs) But today, come on, man. Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the chief's kingdom knows anything about Chief's Aholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We uh-huh. know that if he stumbled, <laughs> And he fell. He laundered it. Then after he didn't let his knee touch the ground. Oh, there it is. Oh. And that's because
4: he stayed up.
3: He's but capable. Not in the NFL. Of doing a great the thing. Whoa, and he knows right. yeah. that yeah. there's still hope. Well, maybe he got touched. Too. We still have a lot of work Could've to do been. on his case. It's great but point. Xavier wants everyone to know that, that he loves listen. the Chiefs' kingdom. In his pocket. He loves it's Kansas called. City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Yep. Thank you, and God bless. So.
1: Chief's holic facing 50 years in prison. After hearing uh, that, they may just put him to death. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was Chief's holic and I heard that my lawyer did that,
4: I'd say, you know what? Just inject me. Well, here's the thing. He, he's got. I'm st- not getting out. He's got to stick around to see if Mahomes can get the three P. <laughs> like, if you're gonna go for the lethal injection, post uh, <laughs> post all of the go out on you top. Day, you gotta at least give him like give me 12 months. Just <laughs> give me 12 months, lawyer uh, judge. That's all I boy, mean. oh
1: boy, that is the least inspiring <laughs> lawyering I can remember. And are are we right to question his knee down analogy, Stone? Because uh, I, I mean, Theo brought up maybe he was he was touched. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that's clearly a college analogy. I think that Matthew Merriman, lawyer of Chief was going for. I think that's a bad miss right there.
2: Just can uh, I'm battling with whether or not the clip is real. Now I know it's real. I watched but
1: it. But is this real life?
2: But is this real life? And yeah. and what kind of no, world know. do these guys think we're living in?
1: I know. I know. I know. I, th-
2: oh, I, oh. I think there's something to Football what Theo's world. saying as far as seeing the three-peat. Like, he's just trying to drag this on. Like, they both know they're <sighs> screwed. And he's like, hey, let's go out with the bang. Let, let's let, let's make people remember this. I think well, that's what's going on.
1: I tell you what, Matthew Merriman, you know what he is? A look-at-me lawyer. Mm. Like, he's trying. He's t- it, you. Here's what's going to happen. Because of that, Matthew Merriman undoubtedly has a reality show. Or he's the next, like, Judge Judy.
4: Yeah. He's, he's got to get famous off of this. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. He will have his own courtroom show before all is said sudden. Get wow. Back to Chiefsaholic. I, do people understand the background of this? Like, the dude was robbing these banks with the same mask that he used to go to the Chiefs stadium, right. the Arrowhead right. Stadium, to root for the Unquestionably
1: Chiefs. Unquestionably
4: dumb. C- incredibly dumb. It's almost like he wanted to get caught. Right. And but, then he laundered the money after the But fact. what I'll say is, I didn't know he got to 11 banks. The dude oh no! Good. This dude was He's talented. Really. Talented. Yeah. He he was grinding. Now, don't do what he did. But if you're gonna do anything in life, yeah, do yeah. it is, is is with, with so as much, much passion as you With did. as much yeah, exactly. <laughs> Live, laugh, love.
2: Can can you <laughs> break down to me? I, this is a question from a young Gen Zer here. The huh? presidential pardons, how that worked? Because I have a feeling this one's gonna come up.
4: Uh oh. I doubt. Well. I like. Okay. That. I all like right. the sound of this. Chiefs so, Kingdom
2: is gonna get on this. Free my dog.
1: Uh, all right. So, presidential pardons in the final couple of weeks of a presidential term, an outgoing president can give pardons and get people out of prison. I uh, uh, Kodak, got Kodak Black got uh, pardoned by, uh, by by Donald Trump, Donald and G. it's good. It's good that Kodak uh, he used that newfound freedom and he's really taking advantage of it. <laughs> uh, but so, so I suppose if I were a betting man. I, if I were a betting man, Joe is probably not pardoning chiefs a If I
3: yeah. were a betting
1: man, I'd be willing to bet that if Don gets back in, he would be the one to present a presidential pardon to chiefs a Let me bring
2: okay. a third character into this. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift asks the president. Yeah. Nope. And it is he- not
1: in Taylor Swift's best interest to come to the defense of somebody who robbed 22 banks and then laundered the money, who used his, his Kansas City Chiefs fan mask yeah. to commit these robberies. I think the power unspeakably of unspeakably dumb.
2: The power of the Swifties and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah. I think anything's possible.
1: Hey, I have a theory about Taylor Swift oh, and the Chiefs. It- if you want to hear it when we come back, you guys want to hear? Yeah, we want to hear it. hear it now. Yeah. I was going to say you don't have a choice, <laughs> actually. So when we come back, a Taylor Swift theory. That was the Wheel of Topics. Well done, boys. Well done. Hey, real quick, Snow, should we do a leaderboard update real quick? Oh, yeah. Okay,
0: let's leaderboard updates. It's the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. This leaderboard update is presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission.
1: Chad Ramey is still your leader. Seven under par, he's done for the day. Chesson Hadley, Ryan Moore, Cam Young, Andrew Novak, Austin Eckrode, all six under, five way tie in second. What about Rory McIlroy, four under par, just three shots off the pace on a winless Thursday here at PGA National Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. When we come back, it's a theory about Taylor Swift and the Chiefs that you've never heard before unless somebody said it previously. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken LaVica, Theo & Stone, ESPN
0: 106.3. You're listening to LaVica, Theo & Stone, the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches Edition, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius. Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024 and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission.
1: What did the kids say, Theo? There's a lot of motion. Lot of motion. A lot of motion motion
4: right now, man. We
1: are this is a good Thursday turnout here at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches at PGA National. A lot of people playing hooky from work, and you know what? I respect it. I love it. I respect all of it. Uh, First, Ron Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beach is I have a never-before-proposed theory about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. You're going to want to wait on bated breath for this. But before that, a much-needed word about our good friends at Duffy's Sports Grill.
4: Duffy's Sports Grill grill the place to be especially if you want to see your favorite team in action maybe your least favorite team in action there's 80 or more televisions in every single duffy sports grill you hear the chewing sound right there's there. someone
1: enjoying duffy's as we speak
4: because when you're sitting there you could be snacking on any of your favorites my favorite is the amazing mozzarella sticks I uh,
1: stone the proper way to say it, please
4: there U- you go sigh and the proper way to eat them is as many of them at a time. You dip it in the good marinara sauce. It's crispy. It's fresh. It is really kind of baked or fried to perfection. Everything at Duffy Sports Grill really is. There's two-for-one drinks all day, every day. By the way, why one criticism of the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches right now, not enough people with drinks in their hands. I want to see more drinks flowing. That's never a problem at Duffy Sports Grill. Two-for-one drinks.
1: 139.
4: All day, every day. I don't care. It's 5 o'clock. Thursday, man. 5 o'clock. In most other places, right now. Um, so yeah, like I said, Duffy Sports Grill, our game is always on. We
1: got Theo Buffett over here. <laughs> Jesus, man.
4: I like. Uh, I, I like to see people having a good time. No,
1: I agree. I agree. By, uh, by the way, Theo and I had a um, uh, someone that we uh, we both have a uh, a. How would you describe it? Uh, I guess, relationship with. Yes. Uh, we have, I don't know who you're talking about, but sure. Uh, but but she was already oh, yes, at, yes. at 10 in the morning getting after it. And you know what? I respect that. Yes, you got to uh, love the hustle. I respect you gotta it. You got to love the hustle. Here is my Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey theory. Again, never heard before. It is debuting right here on Lavica Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3 in a world full of Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey theories. This one has never been proposed before. Where it my has Swift never been at? heard before, okay? So... This is from CBS Sports. The NFL combine going on right now, Indianapolis. Andy Reid was talking to reporters, and he revealed the following. Taylor Swift showed off her baking skills by making the Chiefs offensive lineman homemade Pop-Tarts this season. Head Coach Andy Reid revealed at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, Swift and Kelsey started dating at the beginning of the season, and she's since been spotted at 13 of their games, including the Super Bowl. Sometime between when they started dating and the championship win over the San Francisco 49ers, Swift showed her appreciation for the O-line by way of food. Two things here, two things here. Okay. Taylor Swift the girlfriend making her boyfriend's friends food. Mm -hmm. You know what that's called in the dating world? A full court press. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What she's trying to do is get on board with the friends and that puts more pressure on the boyfriend to never get rid of the girlfriend Mm -hmm. because too many people then would get affected by it. Once the girlfriend, once the partner starts to do things for the friends that means that there is some forced commitment in the mix here's my second theory here's my second theory on this pop tart here with taylor swift in the o-line taylor swift and travis kelsey are much further along than any of us thought oh and marriage is
4: imminent oh yeah
1: so is Taylor Swift putting the full court press, putting Travis Kelsey in a difficult situation, making his friends Pop-Tarts in order to make it more difficult to be tossed to the curb, kicked to the curb, or are they closing in on marriage because of the food for friends?
4: Wait, did you say Pop-Tarts? Yep,
1: homemade Pop-Tarts.
4: Homemade Pop-Tarts?
1: Homemade Pop-Tarts. So She didn't just buy Pop-Tarts. And then hand them to the old line. She made them. She ma- uh, ma- her own frosting and everything.
4: Okay. All right. So that is a form of uh, baking. That's some chefing.
1: And I'm telling you, that's either full court press or marriage. Yeah, One yeah, of the she, two.
4: There's no in between there. She's putting the pressure on because if I'm the friend of Travis Never Kelsey. Never before heard
1: theory, by the way. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, right here, history on the Vic and Theo and Stone.
4: If I'm a friend of Travis Kelsey's at that point and she's making homemade Pop Tarts, uh, yeah, you, you're not, especially even when we go out now, I'm like, hey, look, remember, we got Taylor at home, dog. We got Taylor at home. I got to stand by your side. I got to fortify these walls, keep you protected, man. We got to get back home to Taylor and get some of those Pop-Tarts. She's infallible now.
1: Right. So Taylor Swift making Pop-Tarts for the Chiefs offensive line. Is she putting the full court press on Travis Kelsey to where he can't get out because now the friends are involved? Or are they closer to marriage than we think? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Stone, you're someone who is well-versed in the art of dating. Which way do you sway here?
2: It's, I think it's well thought out by you, to be honest.
1: No, thank you. I appreciate I that. I think it's
2: exactly what it is, and I think she took it a step further by making sure the Pop-Tarts were homemade, right? Like, that, she put in the extra effort. I think that just is added pressure. That's what that, that translation right, right. is.
1: Uh, yeah, it's by making Pop-Tarts for the friends, for the O-line, it's added pressure on Travis Kelsey. He can't break up with her now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can't. Without mm-hmm. feeling very guilty, because now the friends are involved. I know her game. I'm familiar with her game. Yes. We're on to her. We're on to you. Tay-Tay.
4: Is that what she goes by? I don't know.
1: People call her Tay-Tay, right, Stone? I mean, I do. Shake it off. (laughs) I mean, I do. Uh, So, again, Taylor Swift making Pop-Tarts. For the Chiefs O-Line, is she putting the full court dating press on Travis Kelsey where now he can't break up with her because the friends are involved? Or are they closer to marriage than we think? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Would you be disappointed in me if I told you I workshopped that for a good hour last night.
4: That's, I mean, I, that's that's a long time. to workshop. <laughs> that a is a like long that. time. Yeah, um, sure is. I'm not proud of it. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm feeling 22. Stone, What's up? You stone, get it. that's we, a swifty
1: line. How do we, how do we gauge yeah. that, Stone? Was that good or was that bad?
4: Hey, hey now. Good? Well, here's the problem. I was trying to think of Taylor Swift bars, but like it just wasn't enough in my head. So that was the only one I had, and and I went for it. You didn't really tee me off. Good. It's all right. Check it off. Oh, there we go. Take it off. There we go. Thank you. Um, That's all I got. Though. Okay,
1: good. Uh, you know what's good as well is uh, feeling like you're 22. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if you're near 40 like me. And the way to do that is if your testosterone is in check, if your hormones are in check. And a lot of times around this age, my age near 40, things start to decrease a little bit in those areas. Low testosterone, hormone imbalance, and some of the main symptoms of that are having trouble getting out of bed, the passion to go to the gym, get it in, it lessens. You have brain fog. You're really tired, fatigued. All of those are symptoms. Things you would commonly feel on a day-to-day basis and just chalk up to feeling old, that is low T. That is hormone imbalance that is where elite anti-aging comes in elite that should be your first step here in this journey to feeling like you're 22 again elite You're going to get your consultation with the great folks there, and they are so good at what they do. You're going to get your consultation. You're going to get the blood work done, okay? They're going to find the markers. Testosterone hormone, if you have an imbalance, if you are low in those areas, what they're going to do is they're going to start treating it, and uh, they have treated so many who have completely changed their lives. Just because you're near 40, you're in your 40s, you're near 50 doesn't mean you can't feel like you did when you're 22. Getting old, uh, that's just what happens when you're old. It doesn't have to be like that. There are Changes within your body that can be made to bring you back to your quote-unquote prime. Elite Anti-Aging, EliteTRT.com. And these checkups, they can be remote. It's important. You don't have to drive to a clinic. These can be remote from the comfort of your own home. EliteTRT.com. EliteTRT.com. That's Elite Anti-Aging. Elite Anti-Aging. EliteTRT.com com with the cognizant classic in the palm beaches pga national it is beautiful and the course looks wonderful and uh, you also have chad haney as your leader at seven under pa rory McElroy, nice. three shots back that's theo that's stone i'm ken Lavica theo and stone espn 106.3
0: You're listening to La Vicka, Theo, and Stone, the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches Edition, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission.
1: By the way, if you're coming out here to the Cognizant Classic of the Palm Beaches at PGA National, guess I should say we're yeah. here. Right off of the tenth tee box, right after us, it'll be our friends from Deporte Seven Hundred and Sixty, Community Julian Zaldivar, Elias Bustamante. They will be broadcasting live here from just off the tenth tee. Then Josh Cohen and the home team is. Uh, we uh, get back to uh, to English language radio, uh, two to four, uh, four to six. I'm sorry, four to six here on ESPN 106.3, and Six Three. Uh, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Uh, how would you describe the conditions? Uh, warm. warm. Oh, yeah, it's toast. You know what's going to be nice is after being out here, a little bit warm, to get inside into some air conditioning. But what if? Let me give you a hypothetical. What if that air conditioning wasn't working? You know what I would feel? Despair. I would feel uh, disappointed and uncomfortable. Defeated. And defeated. And that's why you need... EDS Air Conditioning to make sure that the AC is always functioning because EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. They have been doing it since 2006. They're family owned and operated, servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. Dare I predict that winter has come to an end officially. It is now humid. It is now warm. And it'll be this way through November. Some of us don't have the benefit of going up to our summer home up north. We stay here. We live full time in South Florida, Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast. And so the AC needs to be working. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Get your AC checked now. Plumbing concerns. Yep, they got them. Air quality concerns. Yep, they'll take care of you. EDS is yes edsairconditioning.com how about a leaderboard update Stone how about a leaderboard update it's the
0: Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches this leaderboard update is presented by Gosling's Rum the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic also brought to you by Eisner Amper Kaiser University College of Golf and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission
1: Chad Ramey, Good seven under par, only. is the leader at this great vibe, Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. And then right behind Tim, we have a road jam, traffic jam. Yeah, That's a better way to put it. Yeah. At six under par, one shot back, and Hadley. He has entered the mix. my guy. Ryan Moore. Hello. Cam Young, Andrew Novak, Austin Eckrode at 6 under par. Finishing his day 4 under, 3 shots off the lead is Jupiter's Rory McElroy. And that is a look at your Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches leaderboard. That will happen throughout the day here on ESPN 106.3. So, out here at our location on 10th tee or just off the 10th tee, we have these, um, what do you call them,
4: uh, promotional heads yes yes our big fat heads
1: marketing director courtney fat heads fat heads fat of heads. our actual yes. heads theo and his head and then me and my head well i will say too just based on hair length uh and shape of head we have similar shaped heads yeah yeah from this Myself side and you theo. can't
4: see the face of it like if we could just swap them out we wouldn't notice
1: here's the problem the photo that i took that has now resulted in my fat yeah. head it was a it was it was a photo that was taken of me last year around this time. I suffered a scratch to pink my eye. cornea. It was not pink eye. Shut up. It wasn't pink eye. It was a scratched cornea due to a contact lens incident. I was having all sorts of trouble with my light sensitivity, and my eye was extremely swollen, about closed halfway shut. But I took a headshot. Unfortunately, it's that picture that has now resulted in my fat head. So what I'd like to ask all of you to do, if you're coming out to the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches, is come take a photo with my swollen eye fat head, post it to social media, at KLV1063 on Twitter, or at Ken Lavica on Instagram. I will repost those. I will put them out there, but take a photo and tag me in it. Take a photo with my swollen eye fat head out here at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches for fame and glory subsequently.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to match your, your eye to his eye, might want to do a couple drugs first. Drugs Theo. or get punched in the eye. Theo. Legal drugs. Yes. Legal drugs only.
2: Theo, come over here, I got something to say. Okay. Hopefully Ken's not listening.
4: Okay, yeah, what's up? What's up?
2: We are we buying this whole contact lens, like affected oh, no. my cornea, scratch. Are we buying this whole story?
4: No, because we took those pictures right around late April. I think we took them like on April 19th, no, we April took 20th. no
1: we took them in February because <laughs> then I went and called an FAU
4: game with one eye wearing sunglasses. I think it was April twentieth. Though, do you remember that? Right? Oh my God! I think 420? you're right. And that, and his eyes are a little droopy. I don't know.
1: I was not high, <laughs> and I didn't have pink eye. My eye is swollen because of a scratched cornea. All right, but. This fat head is brutal. Yeah. You're going to see my head, and it's blown up, and you can see all these different uh, particulars. of My face, my swollen eye, come take a picture with it here at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches right off at 10, and post it to social media. Tag me in it, and I'll repost it. We'll be back doing this tomorrow. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Thanks to Ilias. Thanks to Jamie. Thanks to Courtney. Julian, I love you. This has been Levica Theo, and Stone. Woo! Bye-bye.